0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host Damian Rawlison, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your Weekly Update.
1: Hello, in our first item for this week, there's a new survey from Stackla that illustrates just how important user generated content is to consumers. The survey finds that 73% of consumers want brands to provide more authentic experiences and 70% are looking for greater personalization. But they're not just waiting for brands to fill the need for authentic information. Instead, they're looking to recommendations and the shared experiences of fellow consumers as primary sources of information. Nearly 60% of those surveyed said consumer-generated content is the most authentic source And 80% said UGC has a strong impact on purchase decisions, 8.7 times stronger than that of influencers and 6.6 times stronger than that of brands. Reliance on UGC increases in younger population groups. So 48% of Gen X respondents said that they would not do business with with an e-commerce site that had no consumer reviews or photos, and the number increases to 60% for millennials and 64% for Gen Z. Younger consumers, according to the study, are especially interested in product experiences shared via photos and videos.
0: Mark Crowe has a new post on Bright Local that helpfully explains the steps for getting malicious or fake reviews removed from Yelp. Crow notes that 92% of consumers say that they are less likely to use a business with negative reviews. Of course, negative reviews that legitimately express a user's opinion about the experience with a business cannot simply be removed at the business owner's whim. But if you suspect a negative review has been paid for, say by a competitor, or that it fails to reflect the actual experience of the author perhaps that it misinterprets the facts or that it's based solely on previous interactions with the business, or maybe that um, it's not on the experience the review is about or that it's promotional or represents a conflict of interest, then you can appeal to Yelp to have the review removed as Yelp's guidelines forbid reviews that meet any of these criteria. You'll want to make a strong case for the removal of the review. Crow recommends, including gathering up all evidence you can from your business records or, if relevant, from the behavior patterns of the reviewer as exhibited on Yelp. Once the review has been reported, it may take up to a week for the Yelp team to make a decision. If the review is removed, both the business and the reviewer will be notified.
1: For our next item, we have a post from Tim Capper that illustrates what you can and can't edit in Google Hotel Profiles. It can be confusing to keep track of the elements that appear in business profiles on Google, especially because only some of the elements can be influenced by the business via the Google My Business platform. There is probably no more challenging vertical in this regard than hotels because much of the business profile real estate has been co-opted by Google for ad display as well as other data elements that come from Google and not the business owner. In Capper's post, he goes over details some of which are applicable to other business types. For instance, he notes that you can upload photos to the hotel's uh, business profile but cannot control which photo is displayed as the cover photo. You cannot remove the street view imagery from a profile but you can move your business's map pin to a location that more accurately reflects the front of the building. Businesses of all types struggle with those issues. More specific to hotels are components like the book a room button, which is enabled by the presence of content from third parties like Expedia and can't be controlled by the hotel. Even the descriptive text under hotel details in Google Profiles is supplied by Google and typically only can be edited by request if details in that description are inaccurate.
0: Google has announced it is preparing a new service called Things To Do on Google that will offer booking links and information for travelers for a variety of landmarks and destinations such as wine tasting in Paris or bike tours in California, in the words of the announcement. As with hotel bookings, Google will allow third-party providers, such as tour guides and package ticket resellers, to supply booking information and will offer both free and paid options for booking placements. A new help page explains how attraction owners and third parties can participate in the Things to Do platform.
1: Next, we have news of another step in the evolution of digital connectivity for automobiles, with Google announcing that Android users will soon be able to use Uh, Google Assistant at the pump by saying, hey Google, pay for gas. Through voice interaction, users can indicate the pump number, choose a payment method through Google Pay, and select the fuel grade. Though the experience is not entirely contactless, it does remove the need to physically contact keypads and other high-touch areas. The service works both with Android Auto and Android phones and is currently being piloted at Exxon and mobile stations with support for Shell, uh, Conoco, Philip 66 and 76 stations said to be coming soon.
0: Street Fight contributor Mike Boland has been tracking Snapchat's growth as a commerce platform, and in his latest post on that topic, he discusses Snapchat Scan, a relatively new visual search tool that allows users to point their camera at an object or product and get information about it. Scan can now recognize hundreds of dog breeds, thousands of plants, and millions of songs. As an aid for clothes shopping, Scan recognizes the style of clothing shown in a camera view and suggests where similar clothing can be purchased online. Soon, you'll be able to scan food ingredients as you shop for groceries and get recipe recommendations. Since visual search is inherently localized, more use cases related to local businesses as well as online commerce are likely to develop as the tool evolves. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on brandify.com, and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the Weekly Update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlison, and we'll see you next time on the Weekly Update.